0: Women aren't born warriors. We become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Every woman deserves a bathing suit that makes her feel fabulous. Swimminista bathing suits are designed for women by women and made using luxury recycled fabrics, giving women the confidence, comfort, and empowerment they deserve. Whether you're looking for something sporty or sexy, Swimminista bathing suits are designed to move and engineered to complement your body no matter your size. Get your special Warrior Women 15% discount by going to Swimminista.com. Dot com and using the code WARRIOR15. That's SwimInista.com, Swim, inist com Hello, Warrior Women. Today, as we go deeper into our series on joy, we explore the joy of being in love, finding your soulmate. Well, my guest today is here to tell us that until you learn to practice full, wholehearted self-love, You cannot find love with someone else. That the path to joy of a fulfilling relationship lies inside of you. Do you believe it? The relationship with yourself dictates all the other relationships in your life. And we're talking about the B word, my favorite one, boundaries. So important. Are you in a toxic relationship? Are you searching for a soulmate? Or do you want to improve the relationship you're in? Well, maybe you need to find a married man. No, I'm not suggesting you be the other woman. We're gonna learn about what that means. We're gonna go all the way to Brazil today. So let's dive in. But first, our amazing sponsor. Need to level up your business, ladies? Join Boss Talks. Boss Talks is a global mentorship platform that empowers women to step out of their isolation, level up their business, or career and unleash their income potential through mentorship, connections, and community. Their overall mission is to increase the economic footprint of women globally. Join their free community plan where you'll get access to their amazing global community of women complimentary access to monthly fireside chats with top women entrepreneurs and practical business tips. But once you're ready to fast track your business and your revenue goals, upgrade to either a monthly or annual subscription for access to intensive training sessions by award-winning entrepreneurs, networking events, Their event video library, guides, ebooks, and templates, and so much more. Go to bosstalks.com and check it out. That's boss B-O-S-S-Talks T-A-L-K-S dot com. Boss Talks. Today on the show, corporate lawyer turned into a self-love expert, Fabiana Doria. Fabiana, which I call her Fabi now because we're friends, is a published writer, public speaker, and life coach. She found her purpose in teaching, motivating, and empowering humans to find their place in the world and embrace their wholeness. Through her workshop, Marry Yourself First. She inspires people with her own love story, as well as teaches practical tools so that everyone can leave the room with a heart filled with self love and fueled by compassion. Welcome to the show, Fabi. Hey, hey. Thank you for having me here. I'm so thrilled that you are joining me from Brazil. Yes. I feel so international. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Allie to Brazil. Yeah, but by the way, this is so amazing, though. You just got to think about this level of technology that we are meeting like this, and it's amazing to me. I'm so grateful to Zoom, even though people are so sick of it, but I'm grateful because I'm talking to somebody in Brazil, for God's sakes. It's amazing. Me
1: me too, and especially because we're in lockdown here, so Zoom will carry on for a while in my life. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, so are you guys, how is it going? Yeah, how is it going in Brazil?
1: So now it's, um, in Brazil, the virus became a, a politics affair. They're not trying to fight the virus. They're trying to fight the president, which is a shame. So, well, that's what we had too, by the way. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, true. So, so right now, like my state, Bahia, which is northern Brazil, sunny beach, beautiful, but everything is closed. The beaches are closed. Everything's closed. We we are in lockdown. Are but the I,
0: vaccines coming or no?
1: They started the vaccines. Okay, good. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's a bit slow. The, they, they have loads of stock, but just the
0: distribution, I don't know what's, it's a mess because they don't know what, yeah. no one knows what they're doing. That's why. Oh my God. All right. Lots to... of happier things. I want to know all about you, Fabiana, Fabi, Fabi, my friend. Um, okay. I want to know a little bit more about you. Tell me about your life as a young girl growing up. What did you think you would grow up to be? Mm.
1: So I was born and bred in Brazil. I'm the youngest of two older sisters. So it's a very female dominant world where I live. Very, very- Hormonal. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> hormonal opinionated women, um, sorry by my mom. But I had a very um, happy and free childhood here in Brazil. I was brought up between the farm with all the animals and between the beach. So, Growing up, I was very free and I had a very strong sense of justice since I was very young. My family is a family of doctors. There is no lawyers in my family. But as soon as I was in fourth grade, I decided I wanted to be a lawyer and change the in world. In fourth grade, you do that? Fourth grade. Fourth grade, I was already class leader. I, w- I was bullying the bulliers. Like, I hate like oppressors, but I was one of them, of course. Well, you're you using
0: your bullying for good though, Fabiana. So I think I that's okay. I was bullying
1: for a greater good, <laughs> too. <laughs> so I always had this tendency to, because I always felt I was a lot taller and physically stronger than my colleagues. Like if you see the photo, it's really, the gap is huge. And also emotionally, I always felt very strong. So I wanted to use this, this gift, if, if I may call, uh, to for a greater good, like, you know, to help people that couldn't find their voice. So I decided in fourth grade, that's what I want to do for
0: a living. I want to voice the oppressed. That's what I'm doing. I, I, I honestly can't. It's, it's amazing that you had that, that foresight. But so what has been your career path? Because you I mean, you, <laughs> I know you were a corporate lawyer, which I love that you've taken you've taken a total 180 in my mind, but maybe they kind of link up in some way you're going to tell me. But what what have been your greatest lessons through your career?
1: So my my biggest lesson doing law was that I wanted to change the world, but I've learned that there's a Chinese proverb that I love that says, "Before you try and change the world, go around your house three times." Oh. <laughs> so that, that was the, the missing link because. I always felt very blessed to be in a privileged position of a, a loving family of a supporting family and and i wanted to do something about this right of this less uh privileged people let's put it that way but at the same point there's a fine line that you cannot cross because people need to work on their own salvation right and And there was that hero story that I was putting myself, right? I need to be the hero and I'm carrying the weight of of the world on my shoulder. And, and that wasn't good for me. And it wasn't good for the other one because they need to save themselves. Like I, there's only so much I can do. And I learned that
0: a lot when I changed career later on. Well, it's exhausting. You probably got really tired because you, you know, and also you can say a bunch of things to people and then they could just go right back and do the thing they were doing that you told them not to do. People make really dumb choices sometimes.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a way of you forgetting yourself as well. Cause when you're such a giver, givers need to know know how to set limits because takers will keep on taking as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, so
1: way. you got you gotta, because other I felt so burned in by abusive relationships as well, with not not only with friends or with with family, but with men as well, like trying to, you know, mother them and solve their problems. So this is when I said, OK, there, there's something wrong here. I'm, I'm solving everyone else's problem. And I ended up depleted. And what about me? You know, where's Fabi on this whole process? So I ended up on a the therapist room. And when I was 22, like I had a meltdown because the other thing was I came from a very perfectionist family, like women, they're all perfect in my family they they have the perfect body they are super clever they are the perfect wife so i felt that weight on me being the third one and my two sisters got married you know my parents are married my grandparents are married married is a huge thing here in a catholic country you know it's like your the carrots on your ring it tells how worth you are you know it's linked to your worthiness but i didn't know any other reality I didn't know there was other ways of living or that people had actually, you know, took a break through that. And I was going through the same, same direction. I was, at the time, I was already a lawyer. My fiance was a lawyer. He was a great guy, a great man, really loved me. But I felt so sad. There was such an emptiness in my soul, and I didn't know what it was because, and I couldn't tell anyone, right? Because if I told, "Hey, you know, I'm not very happy," people would be like, "How ungrateful are you, little Brett?" You know, you have a, a, a fiance that loves you, have a job that pays the bill, you have a family that supports you emotionally, so w- w- you have you're healthy. What can you complain? Yeah, but your intuition was telling you that you were not happy that I was not happy. So I had a breakdown, a meltdown. I was like, there must be something more to life than coming here, finding myself a good man, getting married, reproducing and living you know, for a holiday. That's the highlight of my year is going for a holiday. I wanna find joy into my everyday life. I don't wanna live in the future waiting for something to be
0: happy, right? Is this when you left Brazil?
1: Yeah. I left.
0: I left. But no, you career. just left everything. You had your comfortable job. Yeah. Did you like your job or no?
1: I did. My job was a pretty good job for me for my age. I got. I. I was the youngest to ever pass this interview, and I was responsible for three states. So at the beginning, it, it was thrilling because I got to travel a lot. But at the end, I felt like you're burnout. I was burned out and there was no, I didn't feel like to, I wanted to be a lawyer to change people's life. I wanted to really do, to contribute to something bigger. And I felt that my contribution wasn't.
0: Wasn't that great. Wasn't that great. So it so. was probably easy for you to leave it, even though it's on the outside, everyone thinks, oh my God, she's so crazy. She's leaving her fiance. She's leaving her job, all this comfortable stuff to go to where you went to London, I think. But, but people probably thought you were crazy. But in your mind, maybe you thought, I have no choice. I have to, I have to do something different because I'm going crazy. I, yeah, to me, I felt,
1: the word was, I felt very claustrophobic here.
0: Mm.
1: Very claustrophobic. Um, I felt I, I didn't have any direction. I, I felt I was given this ready-made cake recipe of one fits all happiness. And that I, and that I had to eat a cake that I didn't bake. And that was not my formula. It works for my sisters. It works for my parents. Amazing. But at that time in my life, that's not what what my soul wanted. It was a soul searching. But also, I didn't know what I wanted, right? So it was like, where do I go? <laughs> I'm leaving my family. I'm leaving my country. I'm leaving my home. I'm leaving. Yeah. Why did you go to London? What, what What made you go there? I chose London, one, because of the language. I lived in Australia when I was 16 as an exchange program student. like. For one year. So, English was a language that I knew. And then my dad was admin that I couldn't take a gap year, that I had to add something to my curriculum. So, I went for my master's in international law in London. Nice. And that's why I chose London, just because of, of the language, I guess. And because it was Europe, I didn't know Europe. And I was supposed to go for one year and come back and get married. He was waiting for me. Oh. And so what happened, Fabi, you went to London and what happened? I went to London. I did my master's kind of not really what I wanted, keeping everybody happy, whatever, very happy, did my master's. And when I came back to Brazil to get married, I just realized that I didn't want that. And my life in London was tough because I came from being a lawyer, a very well-paid lawyer to Living in a flat with people I never met. I never, I always had my in-suite in my, in my house in Brazil. We never shared anything with my sisters. We always, you know, had our privacy. So I was living in a flat share, cleaning tables, serving people, working as a waitress, very badly paid and studying like crazy. And I came back to Brazil. And despite all this material comfort that I had here, I said, this is not for me. I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm, it's just going to be a disaster because it's not fair for me and it's not fair for him. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to do this with him. He deserves to, you know, have a clear
0: shot with someone that's really invested and and wants to right? Yeah. So then, so then after that, did you leave uh, law or what did you do after that? I went back to London and you went back to
1: London. I went back to London. I spent 11 years in London. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. No,
1: December twenty twenty. But that
0: was that was probably the beginning of your independence, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was the beginning of my independence, though. so I went back to London, and it was really hard to find a job in my area first in law. So I kept working how I could as a waitress, hostess, in events, and at that point, my whole family was, you know, skeptical. They were super critical. They're like you crossed an ocean to serve tables. You had a career here. What are you doing? I'm like, listen, I support myself here. I don't ask, you know, you guys, you don't have to do anything. You don't have a say. I'm fine. I say, you know, I'm at the time I was 22, 23. So I was like, I'm sorry, but now it's, it's me. I'm going to, if anything, I'm going to grow as a human being here, which will, will be all worth it. So I then I found a, um, a job in law and I stayed in law for incorporate the law there for a while. I worked for over three years for HSBC, which I still do so co- consulting jobs sometimes. And I always loved psychology, always loved psychology. That was one of the things I always studied in, in the background. And I was on my last year, on my senior year, that was my doubt, law or psychology. And I went for law because I wanted it for longer. And then one of my friends said, Fabiana, you, you should really be a coach because I started mentoring for exercise and diet because mm-hmm. I've always been very linked to health and fitness. So I started mentoring on that, on that area. But I, I thought it wasn't enough because I was like, okay, I give you a recipe, you follow, you lose weight. But what, what you know, stops you from carrying on that? What is behind all that? You know? What are the trigger events? So I was more interested on the mind. And then I found this coaching course that was based on guest out ch- psychology and, and I, I did it there in London. And I started to work as a coach first doing one, one-on-one and then doing group coaching and then starting with my workshops. And then I started writing for a Brazilian magazine in London about emotional health
0: and things just, um, and things just came together, but you, but you've created this workshop. I'm dying to know about this. Marry yourself first why did you create that and what's the idea behind it
1: so the idea behind it it's it's really based on my own story that self-love you can be happy married and you can be happy single but in the absence of self-love it's impossible to be happy right this idea came especially because there's this concept of my other half my better half and i was like wait a minute I'm not half human being looking for another half human being to complete me. I'm a whole, complete human being, perhaps looking for another whole human being to walk alongside by me. So it grew from that and from my own quest of self-love, right? Because at at that moment, I was becoming a product of people's expectations. I was doing what everyone wanted me to do or what I was expected to do or what was deemed successful for the others. I was lost I, I lost myself from myself in that process you know who am I what do I want where do I want to go and it was it was a long process I'm not romanticizing the path to self-love because it's not easy and it's very lonely sometimes and you deconstruct so much so much so many personas there there's so much that we carry that it's not ours you know that we carry from
0: our parents, our religion, our society. All the voices in our heads of people saying things that we've made our own voice, which is so crazy. Yeah, Yeah. and it came
1: exactly from that. And it came from this, like, behold, you, you are the only person you'll never be able to divorce. It's yourself, right? And I think this is the problem with relationships. People are trying to build a relationship from the outside in when, as a matter of fact, they need to learn how to build a relationship from the inside out. Right, Because yeah. the world happens from you and not for you. As soon as people realize that, mm-hmm. you know, that the relationship you establish with yourself dictates all other relationships in your life, not only romantically, but at work with your friends,
0: with your family, with your kids. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so, what, are you, what, are, what are people maybe most surprised to learn when they take this Marry Yourself First workshop? So a,
1: so a lot of people that they, the majority of, of you know, my, my group are, are, are women on their 30s, late 30s until 60. And they are either lacking a lot of self-confidence or they are in toxic relationships and they cannot get out of it. Mm. Or they want a relationship, but they can't find a, a relationship that they want. And that's the first thing I, I I tell them. I'm like, hey, listen, you got all this list that the, he has to tick the boxes, right? He you doesn't, know, no, 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 no. I'm like, go ahead, read this list. Do you tick these boxes? Oh, you know, Do you tick your boxes? Because, and, and that's what I, and that's the problem with relationship. Like when you don't feel whole, when you don't feel complete, when you feel half, You want that other person to give you that something that you cannot give it to yourself. And that puts such a strain on the relationship because now you're pointing your fingers saying, oh, I thought you're going to give me that you you didn't give me. And then it comes up, you know, all the fights and the judgment. It's like, give it to yourself. Stop waiting for Prince Charming. Slay the dragon and jump out the window, princess. No one is saving you if you don't save yourself.
0: Yeah, no, it is I love that. It's true though. If you are lacking confidence, for example, and you are looking to the other person to give you confidence, which maybe in the beginning they do, right? Oh, Fabi, you're so wonderful. You're so smart. You're so pretty. I love you so much. And then they go to work yeah. and they're not with you all day or you're in a situation and they're not there. And then you come home, you tell them the story, you say, and this happened. And they say, oh, really? Oh, that's bad. That's too bad. And you're like, that's too bad. Give me my confidence. Let's go. Tell me how wonderful I am. That's no one's going to do that for you, right? You have to know it's okay to talk things out, of course, but you have to know, oh, no, that, you know, I know who I am. I don't need somebody to give me my confidence. I have my confidence.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's, it's this thing of people are not calling the responsibility for their own lives. It's very easy to blame religion or be blame the other, blame your parents. I could easily have stayed here, get married, have two kids by now, and be blaming my parents' society and religion you know, for feeding me into this reality. But as a matter of fact, I would have accepted, right? And that's my responsibility on that. Yes. So people need to stop placing, you know, the keys of their happiness in someone else's pocket. I was 11 years of my life. I was single and happy yeah. with with nothing that people deem as successful. In London, I didn't have a house. I didn't have a car. I lived in a one bedroom rented flat. If from the outsider, people would probably look at my life. as like, why is she, why is she so happy about it? and, and and when you see that it, this external doesn't really matter as long as you're
0: grounded and you're, you know, in your truth, that's it. So you just told me before we went live here or not live or <laughs> recorded, but you know, live to me because I'm here with you, that this next chapter of your life has become the most amazing chapter of your life. So tell, <laughs> tell us, Mrs. Marry yourself first. What's going on for you? You've got some things happening.
1: I've got some things happening. A lot of things happening. And it's another perfect example when I say, do marry yourself first and take care of your garden because the butterflies will come inevitably, inevitably. And I'm a living example of that. I've been 11 years single working on myself Establishing a healthier relationship with myself, knowing what I want, who I want to be, how do I want to show up in the world. And obviously, all of my other relationships reflected that, right? So I had a good relationship with my job, I had a good relationship with my family, with my nephews, with my sisters. But I came back to Brazil for for COVID and under the worst circumstance ever, (laughs) (laughs) couldn't be worse during lockdown, I met my, my future husband. We're getting married on May now. We've been together for one year now. So
0: basically during the lockdown. (laughs) Yes. Basically the whole lockdown. Yes.
1: (laughs) Basically the whole lockdown. And I'm now pregnant with our first child. And it's, it just changed. And in this man, it's exactly a reflection of what i worked in myself and exactly what i said fabiana this is the type of relationship you deserve this is the time of a partner you deserve he's also a married man he married himself first he's 43 years old never been married before except for himself so also a man that it's complete you know two complete beings found each other say hey Let's let's
0: share our life together. That's a really good point too, though, that you're right. You need to find the man that's married himself first and done all that work and really is good on his own so that you can be two people that are coming together and be equals. That's uh-huh, a really good point. You were ready to do some fertility and then yes. all of a sudden...
1: <laughs> so we had some plans off of... Because of, he, he lives in in Salvador, in Bahia, and I'm obviously... I was working for HSBC London, and I had my Marry Yourself first workshop in London. So all my work was there. So my stuff is still there. I actually have to go back to, to fetch my stuff. And I was planning to freeze my eggs. So we were planning to have kids maybe in a year and a half, two years time. And when I went for the final exam to freeze the eggs, she said, oh, you're already pregnant.
0: Yeah, exactly. Forget you're freezing the eggs. You already got the eggs in there. You got a baby. The yeah. end. <laughs> oh, <it was laughs> that's, it. that's amazing. It was yeah, it that's was amazing. So this next chapter of your life is all from marrying yourself first, which is so, what a, what a awesome, sweet expression of all the work you've done on yourself and that you've been counseling other people to do in these groups and you're, you're living your story. You're living yeah. You're living all the things that you've been talking about. So that's, you've manifested that beautifully, I must say.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it's
0: funny I tell him, like, uh, we live
1: a fairy tale in our daily lives, but except we're real, like, you know, we're a real couple with our defects and, you know, our troublesome personality. Of but- course. But we accepted that because we incorporated our shadows in, in our qualities alongside with our defects, and we accepted who we are as a whole complete human being. And I had toxic relationships in the past, so to work 11 years on myself
0: and come from that is just a you know,
1: it's just so
0: worth it. Tell Make me, you, you had said, you had said your hardest lesson has been learning to say no without guilt, which I think so many women go through. Right. In fact, I had a woman that came on the podcast or episode just came out and she wrote a book called, I quit the life and firming joy of giving up. And I was like, quit. No one's supposed to quit anything. You're supposed to stay and be in pain. It's supposed to be horrible and you stay forever and you never quit. You know? So, I mean, honestly, when, when I was talking to her, I was like, wow, she she's right. You're not supposed to stay in everything all the time when it's not working, you know, just so that you can be nice or not hurt anybody. It's by the same token, you know, learning to say no, you know, you're going to disappoint some people. They're not yeah. going to be happy. So how yeah. have you gotten to that point where now you can say no without guilt?
1: It was a lot of inner work as well, because that's the thing, right? When, you, when you're when you a people pleaser and you're a giver, you don't want to disappoint people. And you're much more interesting to them doing than them just being, right? Yeah. So... For me, was when I saw that I was actually hurting myself, really amputating myself to fit into spaces I didn't belong and doing things just to please people. When the, you know, saying yes to people was saying no to me, was becoming really costly. So I started to, to do this mind game with me like, Fabiana, what would happen if you have said no to that person? And then I would be, oh, I would have been able to rest. I would have been able to study. I would have been able to see my, that other friend. so I started to just to be aware of no, yeah. Yeah. consciousness, uh, the, the benefits of, you know, of preserving my energy. And I realized that once I said no to preserve my energy, I was such much in a better place to help others. Yeah. Than, than just being of service, indiscriminate. And that's one thing that I've learned from the great masters, from Eckhart Tolle, from the gurus that, that I've been to India. they all know how to set healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. They all know how to set, to set limits because this is self-love. When you go on the airplane and they say, you know, the oxygen mask falls, it's always putting yourself first, then put on the other. And that's not selfishness. That's self-love. You
0: cannot give something you don't have. Right. Yeah. right? I love so the, it's whole, longer, the whole phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And that you're supposed to be serving, not just from the full cup, but from the overflow. So you have yeah. to pour so much into your own cup that there's overflow into the saucer so that you can serve people.
1: A hundred percent. And that's what I've learned with with coaching and psychology is you can only dive as deep as your psychology or your your therapist is right so i did a lot of inner along with courses and so many other things but a lot of inner work because i knew since fourth grade i want to be of service so how can i best be of service is taking care of myself
0: yeah and and once you did that look all the people that you helped right yes that's, yes. and, that's, and that's funny too, because you know what? Your fourth grade mind said I want to help people. I, I'm interested in injustice. I want to m- let people know they're loved, all those things, right? Your fourth grade self. And you thought the path to that was the lawyer. But then when you went back and you were so unhappy, that's confusing, right? Because well, you, you thought that was the path. Oh, it's not. But it's not like that. Then you figured out what is the path to helping people. And one of those paths was also making yourself, right? Making yourself happy in the process. So that's that's a uh, win-win right
1: there. It's a win-win. And I always say, like, when you're looking for a therapist, like look for people that has a history, like that has gone gone through that. Because I'm not sitting here talking because I read it on a on a textbook because I watched a movie about it. I've experienced, I've experienced the Pain of not belonging, of loneliness, of you know, not feeling loved. I've experienced all this pain on my skin to a point when I reached rock bottom in 2015 that I looked at my, I don't want to live like this anymore. You know, I had to go that deep, that deconstructed, to then rise up like a phoenix again from the ashes. But, you know, that's how it's it's through my story. It's through my pain that, that I grew and that I'm now best place to, to help people do the same because I've experienced that. Exactly. So I I empathize. I know, you know, I've been there.
0: So what is next for you? You're going to have a baby. You're getting married. Are you going to do your, uh, marry yourself first course online? Are you going to do it in Brazil? What are you going to do? So now we are in lockdown. So I'm doing everything online right
1: now. Everything is going online. But that's good because people like me can come. Yeah, yes, 100%. And I was supposed to have a free master class. It was due last, last week, but I was just so nauseous. Like, <laughs> oh no, I couldn't. I was like, oh guys, I have to postpone. So now things are getting better. So I'm very active through my Instagram, Fabi Underline Doria. I do some lives. Um, and now I stopped a little bit because of the nausea, but I'm coming back soon. So I'll have a free master class there and then all course dates. My ebook, Marry Yourself First, before I was pregnant as well, is <laughs> out. We'll be out soon. It's ready. So we'll be out soon. Well, here's your I'll next
0: book, party. Fabia. Fabiana, <laughs> Fabi, your next book. I am yeah. my first self first and I got married. And I got married. How, marry yeah, yourself I got married, first. married How do you marry yourself first and then, get, and find a husband? There's your next book. And, and,
1: and find what? a married man, a married, you know, find a, man find that, a married
0: man, find a married man, not really married, but you know, find a married, married to himself, man. Exactly. Married to himself. Why you need to find a married man. Oh, that's a good, uh, one. I'm, I'm really cooking right here. I'm cooking. All right, <laughs> Bobby, it's, it's, we're now onto the speed round. This is the party time. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to ask you the first question, but you got to go back in time before you were pregnant. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Fair
0: enough. Cocktail of choice. <laughs> Not Old pregnant fashioned. from before. <laughs> Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Oh, that's, that's a little sassy. That's what my husband likes to drink. I like that. Mantra or quote that you live by. Life is like a Tetris game. As soon as you
1: fit in, you disappear. Say that again? <laughs> Life is
0: like a Tetris game. As soon as you fit in, you disappear. I am going to have to think about that one on a level. As soon as you fit in, you disappear. So you just have to be yourself, is what what it is.
1: Be unique. Be weird. That's what I praise. Like your weirdness is someone else's perfect. You know, your uniqueness is something only
0: you have. It like embrace it. Don't try to fit in. Life try is insane. I have that is insane. I love that so much. What makes you feel unstoppable? I think
1: it's faith. I have these faith in life and in the universe. I feel so protected. And, you know, and when I get caught up in the little things of daily life, sometimes I just look at the sky or at the moon and I take a breath and I just feel protected and supported, you know, it's just this
0: faith. There's miracles everywhere all the time. It's just-, just I mean, have to. Open met a husband mind. in lockdown, you're pregnant. <laughs> you're living a real life fairy tale as two whole people. Yes, there are miracles. Okay, who do you admire?
1: I admire my mom. My mom got her psychology degree at 62.
0: Oh, wow. I admire her for that. That's really cool. I love to hear stories like that. What are you most proud of? I'm
1: so proud of having the courage to be who I am unapologetically. Like just Having the courage to take the journey back home, the journey back to myself it is the toughest journey you know in my life, but it all also the most rewarding one. sometimes I just have well done, Fabiana. you've got balls, girl, yes, you, you do have balls. I
0: love it. What's exciting you the most right now?
1: Ah, so many things, so Pregnancy. My workshop that is coming, and I'm going all online now. So a lot of work do, being done on that end. I'm trying to write my book now, finding time to write a, like a book book, big one.
0: So, lot, lot exciting of things. things, all yeah. exciting things. And the great thing is you're in lockdown, so you can kind of like create all these things because you are not going, you're not going anywhere else. Not going anywhere so you else. can. That's a good seed planting time, right? You've already got yeah. one seed bun in the oven. Now you're going to do your book. You have your other baby. You have all the babies all at once. When's the baby coming?
1: So the baby's due 22nd of October. Oh. And nine, nine, nine weeks now.
0: So. I mean, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast all the way from Brazil.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having this amazing show and hosting me all the way from Brazil. And if I'm down in Cali sometimes next year with my, my baby yeah.
0: Oh, I would love to meet you. Yes, please. I would love that. I'd love to meet you in person. I mean, my God, I'm, I, I'm so excited to be able to travel again and see people in person. Yes. yes to that. So when you're out of lockdown, you have your baby, you come to California amazing. It's a deal. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. All right. Thank you everybody for joining me today. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google play or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. This is the conversations with warrior women podcast. I'm Liz Swadek. Remember every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye.